Merry Christmas, everyone. It might sound strange to say Merry Christmas, but we are in the eighth day of the octave of Christmas, and the season of Christmas lasts a whole nother week. So we're still celebrating Christmas. Um, we might think, well, if we're celebrating Christmas, though, why are we talking about Mary? Why are we celebrating this Mary, Mother of God celebration? Um, and it's in part because Mary always points us to her son, Jesus. Mary always guides us to Jesus. And so she also helps us understand him. And she helps us to accept the truths that he has revealed to us. In fact, the title, Mary, Mother of God, reveals the truth to us about Jesus, that he is both God and man. And this title actually protects these truths. To attack the title is to attack the truth. And unfortunately, when Bishop Nestorius, in 428 AD, preached against calling Mary the mother of God, he was undermining this truth about Jesus. He was contradicting that the God of the universe had become man. What he taught was that Mary was only the mother of his humanity, not the mother of his divinity. And we might think, well, what does he mean by that, or how does that work? It's a huge problem because if Mary was only the mother of his humanity, then it, his humanity would have to be a separate person than his divine person. And that may seem like, okay, where are you going with this, Father? Um, it's important because Jesus has to be God, not a human being who's partnering with God, but he has to actually be God in order to save us. This is really important because whenever someone is offended, the degree that a person is offended is based upon the one who is offended, not the one who's making the offense. So to illustrate that, the punishment that, that our own government has for attacking the president is much worse than attacking a homeless man. Why? Because the dignity of the president is higher than the homeless man in our civil system. God is the one who's offended by our sins. So someone of equal dignity has to make up for it. But human beings are not of equal dignity with God. So how do we make up for it? We can't. We can't. God has to make up for it because only God is his, his own equal. So God has to do it. But it's human beings who offended God. So human beings should do something about that. We should be part of that process to seek forgiveness, to seek reconciliation. So how do we resolve this? If human beings need to be a part of it, but only God can do it, well, if God becomes human, then God can make up for the sins, and humanity is still a part of it. It's the perfect solution to an impossible problem otherwise. So God actually has to become man in order to save us, because only God can make an infinite gift of love of himself on the cross. But he has to be human in order to give up his own life, in order to die. And so we need God to become man to make up for all of the sins of all of humanity with a perfect and infinite gift of love on the cross. 
If it was only God partnering with a human being, if it was just a human being who died on the cross, that's not good enough. It has to be God. So when we say that Mary is the mother of God, she's the mother of a person, not the mother of a nature. When we say person and nature, what do I mean? Person is the answer of who? Who is it that died on the cross? Well, it was Jesus. Jesus is God. Jesus is the Son of God who became the Son of Man. If we ask the question, what, like, well, what exactly is Jesus? Well, he's both God and man. So one person, two natures. One person, two natures. Divine person. Jesus is not a human person. He is a divine person. He reveals this in sacred scripture. There's a point where someone talks to him and he says, before Abraham was, I am. It's like, well, if he was just a human person, that makes no sense since Abraham was 2,100 years before Jesus. But he's saying, I am before Abraham was. Only God can say that. If Jesus is God, which he is, he can say, before Abraham was, I am. Notice he said, I am. Does that sound familiar? It's what God told Moses. Moses, when he's at the burning bush, he says to God, who shall I say sent me? And God says, tell them, I am sent you. Jesus is using the divine name. He's referring to himself as God when he said that. Before Abraham was, I am. He is a divine person. This divine person united himself to human nature to make a perfect gift of himself on the cross to make up for all of the sins of all of humanity for all time. So it's necessary for us to have Mary have the title Mother of God because she is the Mother of God. She's the Mother of Jesus who is God. She gives him not his divine nature. She can't give him that. She gives him his human nature, but she gives birth to a, to a person, not a nature. So Mary, the mother of God, this title preserves this truth that Jesus is one person, a divine person, who has two natures, human and divine. And so we celebrate Mary, the mother of God, Mary, who always draws us to Jesus, Mary, who helps protect and clarify who Jesus is, we honor her today as we continue to celebrate Christmas. So let us take this next moment of silence to turn to our mother and ask her for assistance to help prepare us to encounter our Lord Jesus Christ in the most Holy Eucharist.